0: Galnet News Digest, 4th of September, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Rise of the Righteous. Fleet carriers enter holding pattern. All aboard the Gnosis. Human trafficking fears flood Colonia. A poke in the Sagittarius eye. Rise of the Righteous. Following last week's revelation that hate campaigner Juanita Bishop plans to run for Federal Congress, Alliance President Gibson Kincaid is seeking to shake up the sleepy backwater of Alliance politics with a major constitutional amendment. Kincaid, one-time Governor of Zeance, where all the money comes from, was elected to the largely ceremonial role of President in 3303 announcing that he will stand for re-election, Kincaid's platform will see the term for President increased from two one-year terms up to six years, and the President granted executive powers, effectively making the President more powerful than the Assembly, which is currently led by Prime Minister Edmund Mahan. Mahan was understandably dismissive, describing the checks and balances in the current system as essential for the political stability of the Alliance. More presidential candidates are expected to throw their hats into the ring in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, the Alliance Elite Diplomatic Corps has welcomed adherents of the cult of the Flying Spaghetti Monster and all other religious groups to its systems. Stating that it would not oppose the appeal by the Thargod cult for Thargoid hearts and tissue, the AEDC said that while it would not actively participate in an activity that many view as treachery, Neither would it do anything to oppose the Appeal. In fact, the AEDC has offered to provide protection to commanders arriving with Thargoid offal, and is offering a free ship makeover to the three most successful participants. Fleet Carriers Enter Holding Pattern. In news that will disappoint many, the launch of a new generation of mobile fleet carriers has been pushed back to 3305. The designs have already been subject to a massive cost overrun due to disagreements between the company's manufacturing components for the new ships, and a lack of a clear market has raised questions over their viability. In related news, commanders who've bought lifetime permits and who've been getting increasingly upset that updates and improvements have been made free for all, are to be given a package of paint packs and bobbleheads to make them shut up until the next set of permits goes on sale next year. All aboard the Gnosis! Canon Interstellar has reiterated its intention to jump to the Cone Sector on schedule this Thursday, despite speculation by the Pilots' Federation that there may be a significant Thargoid presence in the destination system, and despite the permit-locking of all the Cone Sector systems, also allegedly by the Pilots' Federation. Commander Starbeaver, a spokesperson for Canon, notes that the Gnosis has been targeted by the Thargoids this week but there has been little or no Thargoid activity near the ship, leading to speculation that this might be a false positive. Cannon has welcomed the prospect of a Thargoid horde bearing down on their fleet carrier following Thursday's jump, as an opportunity to study the creatures in their natural habitat, and possibly also to observe interaction between the Thargoids and the alien species that some say live there, the Coneheads. Meanwhile, controversy surrounds the Fuel Rats' decision to offer humanitarian refuelling support to less capable murderers. Anti-social commanders who commit a crime at the Gnosis and get themselves killed are transported to a detention centre in the California Nebula, leaving them up the creek without a fuel scoop and unable to leave the detention system. However, the Fuel Rats have a policy that they'll refuel anyone, regardless of criminality And they are therefore assisting commanders to return to the Gnosis to commit further acts of murder. Interpol is believed to be investigating whether the fuel rats can be prosecuted as accessories to murder. Human Trafficking Fears Flood Colonia Fear has been expressed this week that one of the new engineers in the Colonia region may be a front for a people-smuggling operation. Etienne Dorn, an expert in sensors, scanners and high-energy weaponry, became known to the galactic community last week, along with fellow engineers Petra Olmanova, Marsha Hicks and Mel Brandon. But what makes Etienne Dorn different is that he has been refusing to do business until provided with 25 occupied escape pods. Just what Doran wants to do with hundreds of cryogenically preserved humans is unclear. He might be using them to create an army of cyborgs. He might be selling them to the Thargoids. He might be experimenting on them. It might be something a little bit kinky. Whatever it is, it seems likely to be at best unsavoury, and at worst downright illegal. Commanders in Colonia, both of them, are warned to have no dealings with this disreputable character. A poke in the Sagittarius Eye After Sagittarius Eye went offline last week, details have been emerging of the attack that silenced the media. Sagittarius Eye, which is based in Lave Station in the Lave system, claims that it was bombed by Thargoid sensors, hidden in a consignment of printer cartridges, by an organisation calling itself Alchemy Den, which is calling for greater unity amongst factions in the face of the alien threat, calling for us to put aside our differences and to work together, rather than, in the words of the organisation, having tantrums in a sandbox. It's unclear how attacking a centre for journalism will achieve this end. The small number of Sagittarius I staff who were in Lave Station at the time of the attack are being treated for smoke inhalation. Sagittarius I has committed to trying to remain on the air, and is using a loaned Type 10 Defender and an emergency mobile array, while remaining constantly on the move to avoid further attacks